Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. This crowd rises to its feet. But Carl slammed it home. Garland left wing. Free ball. Perfect. Garland went of the lane. Locked up. Only pow. And Allen blocked the shot at the rim. Pow with the left hand and a foul. The Cavaliers are winners of eight straight. And if you want to watch them go for their ninth, you should be watching Fubo TV. Chase Town Podcast is pre- presented by Fubo, the official streaming partner of the Cavs. Watch over 350 channels of live sports and TV, including Valley Sports Ohio, without cable. There's no cost. There's no commitment. Try for free at FuboTV.com slash Cavs. Man, this team cannot lose. It is unbelievable. They've won eight in a row. They've trailed for 35 seconds in their last five games. It is probably the most fun uh, I've had with the Cavs probably since two years ago when you know they were just suddenly competent. The fact that they've been able to do this is so darn exciting. And my name is Carter Rodriguez. I will continue to be your fill-in host while Justin gallivants in Mexico. And I hope he never comes back at this point if the Cavs are going to keep playing this well. But... If he, while he's gone, if he never does indeed come back, I'm going to need some help. I can't solo pot. I'm losing my voice. We might not make it past 20 minutes tonight. So, uh, in that spirit, I must welcome in 92.3 the fans, Mac Robinson. How you doing, Mac? I'm good, Carter. Thank you for uh, having me on. I might not have the the bucket hat and you know the drink poolside, but uh, happy to be joining you in the uh, good vibes. Following the Cavs win. Yeah, yet another Cavalanche. Uh, the way this team is starting games and just, you know, stamping on their throats has been fun. Um, I think so, you know, full disclosure, first line of the rundown is, okay, what is going on, man? This is nuts. Your <laughs> yeah, thoughts, right Mac? Th- yeah, you know, it seems like every single game we just have somebody else that just goes nuclear. And, you know, last week it was George Niang that went nuts from beyond the arc and couldn't miss. And then tonight it was Sam Merrill that for some reason couldn't couldn't stop missing from beyond the arc and, you know, until the fourth quarter. But, you know, when it came to Sam Merrill going off, leading the team in scoring uh, with 26 points tonight, Donovan Mitchell, 25 points, 13 assists. And it's just, it comes so effortlessly with this team at this point. And it's so much fun seeing, you know, like you said, the Cavalanches, it's, it's similar to that 2021, 2022 uh, team towards the end of the the 2021 year calendar year going into 2022, where it's just points that are coming in droves and it's seeing it come effortlessly, good ball movement, good movement from guys, both, you know, in the starting rotation and guys coming off the bench and playing well as role players. You know, it's fun to see these guys playing top to bottom, just all playing really well. And, you know, playing at a high level, especially once you get Darius Garland and Evan Mobley back. I mean, at a fundamental level, is there anyone in the Cavaliers who is not playing well? I mean, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Damian Jones came in and and, and had a drive and finish in a, in a catch-and-shoot three. I mean, no one is playing poorly. Am I, am I wrong on this? No, not at all. I was going to say, when Damian Jones almost puts up double figures, you know that you're having a good day. 
And so, you know, between him coming in, you know, Tristan Thompson has been one who, you know, he might not put up a ton in, in the scoring column, but, you know, he always comes in and somehow gets five boards, at least five boards. And, and even the game against Milwaukee earlier or last week, he had nine boards in almost 20 minutes. And so, you know, so many of these guys coming in playing well, you know, Craig Porter Jr., 12 points, five assists off the bench. He was five of seven from the field, you know, everybody playing well and, and everybody filling in so nicely. And it's so effortless when you're able to pull somebody like Max Drews coming out, Sam Merrill comes in, he's able to start getting those, getting those threes going, you know, even George Niang playing almost 30 minutes. You got to make sure you refuel the minivan there. But, you know, the way that these guys have been playing, especially, it's so great to see them playing with great chemistry. Yeah, it's it's just really, really cool, man. Uh, again, like, it's just an embarrassment of riches. It doesn't matter <laughs> how deep in the rotation they, they need to go. The guys just keep playing well, um, uh, top to bottom. You know, uh, Isaac Okoro and Dean Wade playing the best defense of their career. Uh, to your point, like, you know, Max, uh, who I think had a really great bounce back game after, after you know, some ups and downs, some some nicks and bruises, though. If you ask him, uh, he'll tell you he ain't injured. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just up and down the roster at this point. And it's just kind of hard to hard to, like, make sense of it. You know, 13 and three in their last 16 games, all without Evan or Darius. And, you know. Uh, your brain can't help but start to to dream of uh, of uh, of moving up the stands even more though. Uh, Philly is not making that easy. Uh, nor <laughs> nor is uh, nor is Milwaukee. I mean, if they're just playing nor if those two teams are just playing normal basketball, the Cavs might be the two seed right now. Um, which, by the way, it is so Cavs to go on to to lock in an eight game win streak with a damn near thirty point win on the road. Uh, and no one's going to notice because Towns and Embiid are both going <laughs> to drop 70 tonight. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just been, it's just been unbelievably fun. Um, but it probably is worth noting, uh, worth, worth crediting, uh, which I'm loath to do. Uh, Justin Rowan, my co-host, he called this, he called this ahead of, he called this ahead of the game, which was, uh, ahead of the stretch, which is, you know, you have some easy matches, matchups and then, you you just kind of look at the scheduling and you know we're so quick to to point to when the Cavs have to play three and four or three cities in four nights or you know some of these absolutely brutal stretches and guess what uh you look at Atlanta three cities in four nights you look at uh Orlando they've they've been at home but this was their third game in four nights so the Cavs are catching even the tough matchups at the right times you know you you have the have the Bucks without Giannis uh, in that 40 point win, but like, it must be said, Mac, you get good schedule beats a lot. You get bad schedule beats a lot. You're not just winning by 30 every game. <laughs> like, right. Like at some point, like their performance is still outpacing even the positive circumstances that they're facing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's not just, here's the thing is that it's not just like a 20 or 30 point win or a 40 point win in the, in the effort of the Bucks game, but you know, you're holding these teams under a hundred points. And, and again, in the modern NBA, that's still tough to do. And especially when, you know, in a game like tonight, you said Dean Wade and Isaac Okoro playing some of their best defense. You only needed Isaac out there for 20 minutes and Dean Wade for less than 25. So you're, you're putting these teams away early when you have great stretches early on in the ball game. And you're really able to just extend that out. And normally in, in previous, you know, iterations of teams that we've seen with the Cavs, especially is that, you know, sometimes when the bench unit comes in, maybe they give up a couple of points. Maybe the other team goes on a bit of a run and that, that gap closes. Instead, you're seeing the second unit all of a sudden come in and they're extending those leads. And that's especially why, you know, you mentioned without Darius or Evan in there, I'm excited for when those guys come back because you're able to stagger Garland and Mitchell and you're able to put some of those guys, Evan and, and Jarrett with the bench units and being able to extend those out and have those fun lineups, you know, have somebody like Sam Merrill being able to play off of Evan and Darius and give Donovan some of that rest. And I think that's what the best part about this run for me has been, has been the fact that you're able to see what kind of lineups you're able to interchange once you come back to full strength. And especially in years past, I mean, we've seen injuries with Dean in the past as well as others. And a lot of times the role players, when they have some of those injuries and they try to come back, it takes them a little bit. But given the fact that all of the role players have been relatively healthy, 
you know, this has given them a chance to get into the swing of things. And once you go all of a sudden get your star players back and accommodated, yeah, all of a sudden this Cavs team is really going to be rolling a lot better. Yeah, I even mean, more so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to imagine, and like, <laughs> I, and I'm sure there will be some some natural drop off, which is like, I think we all just kind of have to be ready for it because, like, <laughs> you know, I did do a deep dive on cleaning the glass uh, earlier in the week, and you do see they are outperforming some metrics, um, and and that is worth noting. You know, uh, they are they're getting very very lucky with opponent three point shooting. You know, like. You know, we always we always cite it when the Cavs are missing open threes <laughs> and or other teams are hitting all their open threes and it stinks. Well, we also have to cite it when the inverse is happening. Um, uh, but, you know, with that said, they're also underperforming symmetrics, which is really interesting. <laughs> you know, like they have the number one shot profile uh, in the league in terms of expected uh, effective field goal percentage based on kind of where they're shooting on the floor. They're only like I want to say twentieth in 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 actual effective field goal. Like they're under. They're I'm sorry. They're fifteenth. Um. They so they are underperforming. Uh. The the shot profile they're taking, which like tells you that once more talent gets infused into the offense, oh baby, we got a stew going. Uh. <laughs> and, and like and they're missing their best defensive player, Mac. So yeah, their defensive metrics are are quite quite good and. You know, they are, they're benefiting from some shooting luck. They're also not benefiting from having their secret weapon on the floor. So, <laughs> you know, you, you're trying to, you're trying to see where the stuff, uh, this is, this starts to break. Um, but like, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it is pretty crazy. Hey, real quick, uh, gang, uh, it, sorry, video is really choppy right now, uh, with, with, uh, with the stream. I'm going to put us on a quick pause, uh, and, and see if I can resolve that. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. All right, we're back. Uh, there we go. Uh, so, sorry, uh, sorry, YouTube <laughs> chat. I don't know what's going on with my ISP because uh, me and Mac are hearing and see each other just great. Uh, so, uh, so uh, apologies to the live stream. I think we are good now. Uh, holler at the chat if if, if we're not. Um, uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes Mac, uh, as a broadcast professional, you have to just unplug it and plug it back in. Uh, you know and- what? That's uh, that's happened to me so many times. <laughs> so I think we're good. Um, but uh, again, uh, apologies, uh, ap- apologies to the viewers uh, that, uh, you know, uh, that we're having an interrupted experience, let's just say. Uh, actually, hold on. Now I'm now I'm concerned. Let me let me let me just check the actual stream here. This is okay. this is riveting television here, guys. Um, You're good. You're good. But, you know, ultimately, we're, we're going to have a cleaner product in the end for it. So 
All well, right. while you, while you do that, um, all the... right, we're here. We're here. We're good. We're good. All right. Perfect. All right. So, uh, I think a, a healthy way to transition after technical issues is to talk <laughs> about a man who has no technical issues. And that's Sam Merrill. Um, <laughs> he goes five of 14, uh, in, in the last game. And basically when asked about, uh, shooting in the three point kinds, he's like, not if I shooting like that, I went five of 14 from three, which is by the way, <laughs> 37% is perfectly acceptable uh, percentage to shoot uh, on that kind of volume. So, uh, you know, uh, but then, of course, he goes out tonight and hits seven of his first eight threes. So clearly, uh, clearly the self-flagellation works. I just don't know what else to say about the guy other than he has to play for the rest of the year. Um, and boy, what a find by Kobe Altman. This guy is amazing. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's also another player that they've brought up with their with the charge, and just another testament to their development, their development program that they have with the with the organization as well. And also, it, it fills a role. It fills a role where you don't have to go out where a lot of teams are, you know, desperate for shooting, and somebody's trying to trade for shooting at the deadline. Instead, you don't need to give up a ton of second round picks in order to bring somebody in. Like I know people were pining for Luke Kennard last year. I, I being one of them. I, I'm uh, a long term <laughs> Luke Kennard piner, and we have Luke Kennard at home. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and more efficient Luke Kennard at that. Um, but again, but 26 points, in 30 minutes, and that was even inflated by playing the entire fourth quarter. Like he had uh, three rebounds in there as well. But again, just coming in and in the first 15 seconds, nails a three. Uh, when he's on the court again, and he's somebody that let, let's be honest, these last few years, we, we probably would have been begging to have somebody with that kind of three point shooting. And also somebody that can, you know, bring that defense along to his side of the court as well on, on the court at that point. So having somebody like Sam Merrill, it again, goes to show the benefits that have really kind of come out of this uh, unfortunate situation with Darius being out as well as Evan is extended minutes for somebody like Sam Merrill, extended minutes for somebody like Dean Wade and some of these guys that have been able to get more runtime and get into a rhythm. And, you know, not just Sam, but, and obviously Sam affects this quite a bit, but, you know, the bench tonight scored 60 points on 20 of 38 shooting <laughs> and they, they were 11 of 22 from beyond the arc. So like that just shows how well this bench is playing as well. And that's and these are guys that you know are usually the end of the bench guys, the guys that normally come in for that garbage time at the end of the game. And now you're seeing you know Sam Merrill have to play the entire fourth quarter because there aren't enough bodies to be out there for that at that point. Yeah, it's it's really. I actually was just <laughs> noticing. I was just gonna note that that uh, it's so funny. It almost feels mean to have Sam Merrill <laughs> out there at the end of games, but like they're out of people to play. I don't know what to tell. I don't know what to tell you. So. Uh, it, it's obviously really, really funny. And one thing I will say before we get back on topic on Merrill, mm -hmm. can the Caps please, please give me one of these 30-point blowouts on a night where Imani Bates is active? <laughs> I swear, it's like it hasn't happened yet. They they keep timing it up where they're whenever they're killing someone in the fourth <laughs> quarter is like starters are not coming back in. Imani is invariably... Uh, on assignment and it's like come on man i want to see this guy cook <laughs> yeah exactly in a game like this where they are just chucking three pointers yeah i'd love to see amani bates out there and just getting some shots up especially when again you're getting you know admiral schofield out there uh you know at the end of the game and he's getting run for a few minutes like yeah get sam merrill out there please out of yeah. there so yeah, get, let let our let our man rest. He has to work so hard. Uh, yeah, and one thing I do think is important to say about Merrill is I think if you are not watching crazy closely, but you are someone who consumes a lot of basketball, I think it would be easy to from a distance without really diving in, kind of go, okay, they have a shooter who's getting a lot of shots up and they're going in, and that's fun. It's a fun stretch, um, and I think that impulse really should be checked by the numbers. Sam Merrill is taking over 17 three-point attempts per 100 possessions. He is the leader in the league of young players who have played at least 20 games by a full attempt, and his peers are like Buddy Heald, Steph Curry, <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr., and like he's shooting better than all these dudes from three. The only yeah. players who are close to him are is like A.J. Green, who plays like six minutes a game. Like... <laughs> 
Like, it's ridiculous what he's doing. Last year, the league leader in three-point attempts per 100 possessions was Steph Curry at, like, 15. He's, like, two higher. <laughs> this is ridiculous. See, and that's somebody that, again, we that for Cavs fans, they've been begging for is somebody to come in and that will just chuck threes and not only chuck threes, actually make them at a, at a, very, at a very good clip. And he's somebody who, you know, not just has the good three-point shot as well, but also has the the quick release that you love to see from shooters. And he's somebody who, you know, has that good three-point shot, able to make them from beyond the arc. And also, too, he's not just a one-trick pony. He's somebody who plays hard on defense, moves well without the ball, and also is pretty good at passing, like an underrated passer for somebody who shoots as well as he does. And so for somebody in that kind of a role, I feel like he's carved out and he is carving out just it's such an important role for this Cavs team that we've been begging for for the last few years. Yeah, I mean, a good passer, a, a, a sneaky, very good defender uh, positionally. You know, I tweeted out a clip from that Hawks game where he got screened, rescreened, and screened again by uh, Bogdan- <laughs> uh, with Bogdanovich with the ball. And that's one of the better on-ball creators off the bench in the NBA. And he stayed connected to him the whole time. It's like it's almost like he has so much experience coming off screens himself that he knows how to get skinny and avoid, you know, having contact made. And you know, he's staying connected. He's chesting uh, up guys that try to go try to finish through him. Uh, And he's doing everything he needs to do on that end of the ball to be a defensive positive, not just a negative, or not just not a negative. So. All that's the the kind of the icing on top, the cherry on top. But like the reality is, he's just shooting the absolute daylights out of the ball, man. <laughs> and like it just feels like at this point, like I don't see the dip. I don't see where it, I feel like it would have come by now. Uh, I would we would have seen, you know, like even when he has a bad night, he had a couple like three of nine nights, like. He's still doing so much good for the overall shape of the offense just by existing that, you know, he has a little bit of that Duncan Robinson where you just don't even need him to hit uh, to, to be panicking teams. I mean, uh, they're, they're running stuff for him. He And by the way, the scout is out on him, and now he's playing against the scout by slipping screens and getting <laughs> into the paint and, and making passes. So it's like, I just don't know what else to say about the guy other than Boy, am I glad Kobe Altman found found him uh, and, and, and locked him up because, like, that just felt at the time. I'll be honest, that felt like one of those contracts that you sign. It's very speculative, and you know, the ninety eight times out of a hundred, that guy just <laughs> is mop up duty culture guy, right? Yeah, and, and that's the one thing that looking at it, you know, for when you're looking for a three pointer, you're hoping for anywhere from thirty nine to forty one percent. He's shooting 43% on the season. Like he he's shooting very well. And again, just the amount of attempts that he's putting up per game is insane. And again, for, for somebody like Sam Merrill to have those kinds of shots, shoot it at that efficiency. Like you said, even if there is a dip, okay, fine. He's shooting 39. If he dips 4%, he's shooting 39%. That's still amazing for what we've been getting. And so you know, for that kind of a role player, and like you said, with the deep or with the you know, the scout being out on him. At this point, for him playing this well, even if he's in in you know smaller minutes, you know I still think that he's somebody who, again, like he showed tonight, comes in in the first minute, and nails a three pointer. Like he's still going to put up shots, and yeah. I think that's the one thing that you needed from this Cavs bench that you know the last few years I think has been a little bit lacking has been somebody that is willing to take the volume three point shots and not only to take them but actually be able to make them at a, at a pretty good clip and. That's even undershooting what Sam Merrill is currently doing. <laughs> yeah, and and just think, our best playmaker isn't hasn't been playing for the last <laughs> last right. you know, f- 15, 20 games. So it's like, yeah, you know, one uh, just like it's just gonna get better. You know, um, you know, we're seeing minutes with him and Struess and Niang on the floor at the same time. And it's just like if they get even a few stops, it's just <laughs> over, man. So it uh, says something when Donovan Mitchell only has two more points and assists in the first half. Yeah, I didn't even feel like he was looking at the hoop. And by the third quarter, he was some of his rim attacks were like, well, I guess you're just not even going to guard. You're not even going to send help anymore. So I have to go take this layup. Uh, shouts to Donovan, by the way, another 13 assists. I think he's hit that mark twice uh, already this year, which is his career high. So, um, you know, clearly the the playmaking 
is is really clicked in. I mean, every everyone across the board is kind of just kind of meeting each other where they need, you know, providing that support, just like the support we get from our web conferencing software. Support of this podcast and the following message come from Zoom. Half a million businesses connect using Zoom, a single platform for phone, chat, workspaces, events, apps, and video. Zoom enables real-time collaboration for teams around the globe. Zoom, how the world connects. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Mac, I want to talk about another great connector for the Cavs, which is Jared Allen. He has had uh, his 12th consecutive double-double. He set a Cavaliers record uh, with, with that streak. And I wanted, obviously, Jared's been great. We've talked a lot about how great Jared's been on this podcast as of late on social everywhere. <laughs> this is the kind of streak that I feel like normally, normally over the course of the season, you know, you'll see players kind of go for this. And it feels like right on that border of obscure, you know, where you're not <laughs> like, holy crap, they did it. But <laughs> what's I've really enjoyed about this streak is how much the Cavs have bought in to rooting for Jarrett. You know, he had his he already had eleven rebounds and Donovan's like basically letting a ball like stop bouncing <laughs> to be like, Jarrett, go get the board because he didn't realize he didn't have ten. And like, you know, it's such a long season. And I think it's really cool that the team is kind of just finding different things to rally around uh during the stretch and finding things to like kind of grease their wheels, get their engines going and get them excited to come out. Cause like this should be the dog days. Right. And the fact that it's not is, is in their, in their kind of pulling together to root for a guy like Jarrett. And they're so happy for him uh, to, to set this record. I feel like it's just yet another example, like this team's culture and vibes are really strong despite some early indications of the season that made you wonder just how tight these guys really were. Yeah, and, and that's the one thing, too, is, you know, seeing somebody like Jared Allen, just he has the personality that it feels like it embodies the team, where it is just happy-go-lucky. It, it, we're coming in, same day, same thing, and we're, we're coming with a positive attitude, e even though it is a longer season. And, you know, for Jared Allen especially, you know, seeing how – seeing just the vibes, 
from him. I know we keep going back to it, but just the vibes from Jared Allen every single game. And the guy is, is always so nonchalant, but at the same time comes in and takes care of business. He had 14 points, 11 boards, and he did in 27 minutes and, you know, comes in and it feels like he almost has it at half every single game. And that's the one thing that I love about him is that, you know, it's not only the fact that it's, it's not a Ricky Davis trying to throw it off the backboard, trying to get it to himself. Instead, it's him, you know, passing the ball around, moving the ball. And, you know, not only that, showing the improvements to his game with mid-range jumpers throughout this streak, but, you know, also working around on the boards and everything like that. Just the way that he's been able to embody this team, especially, and show off the growth, not only of himself, but I also think it's no coincidence that it's also showing the growth of the team. I think that both of those both of those things going hand in hand has been phenomenal to watch. And especially for somebody like Jared Allen and seeing him talk on NBA TV, uh, I, I thought was fantastic, especially really with, cool. Yeah. And, and just the way that he talks about this team in, in general. Um, and I also think, too, that for for Jared, you know, one, obviously Jared Allen for all star. But, you know, for, obviously, <laughs> but the thing is for him, I think that this has really allowed him to do is really get into a rhythm and really, especially coming off of, you know, missing most of the preseason as well, you know, kind of getting back into the swing of things at the beginning of the year. I think that now that, you know, again, just uh, an odd byproduct of the Evan Mobley injury has been, he's gotten more time to go ahead and have things run through him, especially. And uh, with that, that gives him more time to get back in the swing of things again. So uh, I love being able to see the, the growth, and uh, the expansion that we've seen from Jared Allen and just how, you know, this team, whether it's, you know, Donovan Mitchell uh, tweeting out earlier today, you know, talking about this team. And I know he was tweeting about Sam Merrill and then all of a sudden Dan Gilbert's jumping in about it too. You know, being able to see how all of these, all these players have bought in on the vibes. And I know George Yang mentioned it after the win on Wednesday, but the fact that he had said a lot of these teams, you don't see this kind of chemistry day in and day out where even in the days where it's not necessarily great, everybody still loves coming in and going to work with each other and having fun. And the vibes are still positive. And that's not, that doesn't happen every single, every single place. And so go ahead. No, I was just going to, I was just going to kind of yes. And that, like I've always said, like we, we always hear all these glowing pieces about teams culture when they're on the up and up, but like, we don't really (laughs) know if it's real until they start hitting the adversity, the beginning, you know, the injuries, uh, this season were adversity response to the Knicks series. That's, I mean, that's serious <laughs> adversity. Poor yeah. Jared Allen, you know, spent all summer getting his teeth kicked in on social media for, for a rough series. So the fact that, and then he got banged up right at the start of the, uh, uh, right as things started ramping up. So, you know, when you look at resilience, when you talk about kind of how people handle adversity, you know, there's a lot of people who rightfully would, you know, go into woe is me mode and go into, Oh man, everyone's everyone's coming after me. No one's, you know, I don't deserve this. I, you know, and just kind of go into real negative place. Feels like he's just really channeled that into positive play, shutting out the stuff that is not productive to hear. You know, he talked about. Uh, I remember at media talking about like, hey, I don't. I just took social off my phone. I just knew it wasn't going <laughs> to be good for me. Um, and the fact that uh, he he's able to do this without like having to go like with this crazy like. Mamba mentality. I'm letting the haters <laughs> fuel me. Like he's still Jarrett, you know. Like yeah. and Jarrett's like a soft-spoken, like you know. I, it's not like I'm his best friend, but as far as I can tell, like <laughs> just a soft-spoken, nice guy who lo- who loves basketball, you know. And like that's what we're seeing. He's still playing the way he he plays basketball. He's unlocking more things in his toolkit. We're seeing the stuff he said he worked on the off season. Uh, and one thing I did want to notice, uh, Tom in the chat kind of mentioned. The fact that his rebounding has been excellent. Uh, I want to give kudos to the entire Cavaliers team. Uh, they are they are in the upper percentile of defensive rebound rate. Um, I, I want to say they're they're second or third uh, during during the winning streak or since since uh, Evan and Darius were announced to be out. And you know we talk a lot about the lessons the team chose to learn uh, in the offseason. They chose to say, "Hey, we need shooting. We need it. We need it. We need it." <laughs> One thing they didn't go and and do was address defensive rebounding. Like, and I know a lot of people are going to say, "Oh, well, they added Tristan, and Tristan is playing cool." <laughs> Tristan has never been an elite defensive rebounder. <laughs> he is an elite, uber elite, one of the best offensive rebounders of his era. 
But even this year, he's not a particularly elite defensive rebounder. I think part of that is just how switchy he is. You know, he's often, you know, pulled away from the rim. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, like, I think the fact is the team just decided to get better collectively on the boards and they have. Yeah. And that's been one thing that really stood out to me. And, you know, again, tonight, it wasn't as big of a disparity where Cavs out rebounded them 39 to 34, but even going back to that bucks game from last week where they out rebounded them, I, I want to say it was something crazy, like 56 to 37 or something like something along those lines where, it was just such a massive amount. And yes, I know Giannis isn't out there, but that, I mean, Brooke Lopez was a defensive player of the year ca- candidate last year. And, you know, you still had t- players that were extremely talented out there on the court and you're still coming up with big defensive rebounds. And especially, you know, fundamentally boxing out guys doing well, doing the little things well. And I think that's been the big thing that's really stood out to me is that this Cavs team fundamentally has been doing a hell of a lot better recently and just doing the little things. And while yes, they're shooting a lot more threes they are also moving without the ball. Well, they're passing the ball well and doing the little things and finding that extra shot and finding the open shot. And that's allowed them to shoot better. And, and on top of that, you know, be able to take advantage of those second chance points and take advantage of those turnovers that you're creating, you know, and Orlando, again, a team that, you know, average 14 turnovers per game, uh, they had 11 in the first half. Now, granted, wow. they finished with 15, but, you know, again, 11 in the first half, that causes you to get those 72 uh, points in the first half for you guys. So that's that's the big disparity that you've seen with this Cavs team is not only locking down on the fundamentals on the offensive side, but especially on the defensive side, too. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. <laughs> 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I wanted to talk about as well uh, on the defensive side, Mac, and this is like a rattle around my brain. I'm trying to find <laughs> the things. I'm trying to I'm trying to pick. I'm trying to find the parts of this run that like, once the team gets fully healthy, we're going to go, oh, they had that going for them, and now they maybe it's a little different in terms of the shape. And one thing that I do think the Cavs should not like blow by is how many minutes Isaac Okoro and Dean Wade are sharing the floor together. 
They are destroying opposing teams at the point of attack right now. Uh, whether it's Damon Middleton, whether it's Franz and Paolo, they are not. They're not fouling. They are shutting off, you know, water and and keeping, you know, and keeping. Uh, they don't even need the help defense. I mean, they're 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 not even letting uh, opposing scorers get good angles on them. And I do wonder because you know, obviously, it's sacrilege to say Evan Mobley's coming back. It could get worse. <laughs> But like, I wonder if there is something to the fact that they are giving, you know, on, I, you know, when games are in the competitive portion of games, <laughs> you know, which they just haven't had a lot of recently. Uh, but like, they're getting these two guys thirty-ish minutes a night at least. And like, do you worry at all that the defense drops off a little, just given that some of those minutes are going to have to inher- invariably go to the Carousel Verts, the Darius Garlands, who are just not elite on that end of the floor the way these guys have been playing well and i think that's where it comes down to how how do you roll out some of these lineups because i almost look at it similar to and i'm i almost look at it similar to what you saw in 2021 2022 where you had lowry marketing at the three and then you had evan and, and Jarrett in the middle and you have that athletic three at, at least in dean where he's playing well enough on defense and he's playing well in locking down guys and you still had Isaac that was coming out at the two to be your your on point defender, and at that point you can let you can get away with having somebody who you know might not be as good on defense, whether it's Donovan or it's or it's uh, Darius Garland at that point, and it allows you to basically go full defensive mode. And at least Isaac now, compared to a couple years ago, now is shooting the ball more from beyond the arc and is more confident from beyond the arc. And Dean Wade can still shoot it from beyond the arc as well. And so, you know, you have those different lineups that you can roll out. I I feel like, I feel like it'll be interesting to see how some of these lineups get interchanged because there's so many different possibilities that you really can roll with. And even if you do want to roll with a a Karis at that point and have him out there with those guys, like, I I feel like seeing how some of these different, uh, these different chess pieces get moved around with, with JB when it comes to that lineup, I feel like it just adds more versatility and just adds a different, look that you can give that let's be honest we haven't been able to see quite as much over the last couple of years because of the fact that you know whether it's dean's injury and then uh throughout last year and then also you know again after moving off of lowry in that in that donovan deal we haven't necessarily had to ha- we haven't necessarily had multiple defenders alongside of evan and Jarrett. so you know being able to roll out the full tank i want to say of, <laughs> of, a, of a team at that point and you can have one just that just fires on offense i'm fine with that like it's it's just another fun lineup to consider throughout all of this yeah i mean uh just listening to you talk about that it i have increasingly become confident in this take which is that if i'm jb i'm throwing out a lot of my prior inclinations, I got to play 10. I got to play at least 10 guys once the team's fully healthy, at least until it doesn't work. Um, yeah. Because there's just no one to take minutes from right now. I sent, uh, if it, I, I issued a little challenge to the Chase Down Discord, uh, where, and by the way, if you'd like to get into the Discord, email chasedownpod at gmail.com with a screenshot of your review. We'll get you invited right in. But I, I, I kind of issued a challenge. I took a screen grab of the minutes allocation in the Bulls game, where, you know, because obviously Karis, uh, you know, has missed the last couple. And I just said, uh, find 64 minutes to take away to put <laughs> Darius and Evan back in the rotation. And brother, it's really hard. <laughs> you know, like, if you want to keep Merrill in, if you want to keep Wade in, if you want to keep Niang in, if you want to if you want to give all these guys the minutes that they've earned, it's it's a bloodbath, man. Uh and you know, JB mentioned it in the post game that uh that you know, he'd rather have that problem than not have enough players to play, but it still <laughs> is a challenge, you know. Um uh it is uh you know, it is a practical reality of the NBA season that you're very rarely going to be at full health. But also, they just weren't expecting to have to play Sam Merrill at full health going into the year. <laughs> so, like, you know, we talked about it being a test of culture, having uh, Darius and Evan go out for these long timetable win- uh, injuries and find the resilience. Guess what? Another test of culture is probably coming, which is, you know, these guys are rooting for each other and cheering for each other. You know, 
it's it's another thing entirely where it's like, hey, I'm playing my ass off and I'm playing and now I'm getting eight minutes or I'm out of the rotation and I still got to, you know, I still got to be a trooper and and root for the guy next to me. Like, I think that the Cavs have compiled a, a group of guys that that can handle that. But like, make no bones about it. It's another cultural test that we're going to be. I'm going to be super interested to see how the Cavs, you know, pass or fail. Yeah, and, and again, you talk about a 10-man 10, a 10 lineup. Cavs rolled out 10 tonight, and obviously you take out Damian Jones, who played eight minutes, but, you know, again, you're taking 20 minutes from Tristan, the 30 minutes from Niang at that point, too. Like, do you take out Craig Porter Jr.? Like, do you do you sit down Sam Merrill even more? Like, you can't, you can't sit him down. You know, Isaac put out 20 minutes, 24 minutes from Wade. Like, how do you mix in a full night for Darius and a full night for Evan and take away some of these minutes from some of these other guys, especially because, you know, you're not always going to have nights where you start out on a 22 to two run, or you start out on a massive run, a 23 to nine run, like you had on Saturday. Like you're not always going to have those big runs where by the end of the game, you're going to be able to sit guys. And so at that point, like you said, it, it's a cultural shift. And it's why seeing how these guys have reacted to this, I think it's going to be interesting to see how JB, you know, navigates this because again, you you're missing Darius, you're missing Evan and another one Karis Levert for this game. Yep. So you have three players that you have to fit into that 10 man lineup and and 10 man rotation. That's probably at least, I don't know, 85 minutes (laughs) that (laughs) you got to That you got to reintegrate, you know, that's a zero minutes are a zero sum game, you know? Yeah. So, and that's, and that's where, I was going to say, that's where, like, maybe you, obviously you're going to cut down on Tristan's minutes too. But I mean, other than that, again, it's, it's where do you, where do you pull some of these levers and how do you not just manage the minutes, but manage, like you said, manage the players and basically talk to them and just say, Hey, you know, now that we got these guys coming back, you know, we're going to be having, we're going to give more minutes to Darius, obviously, and Evan. So that's going to be a, a drawback from you. How do you manage some of those players? That's what we saw, you know, in previous regimes, where, you know, that's where the the reports coming out of Kyrie uh, during that whole entire championship run of, you know, David Griffin having to talk with him, like seeing how some of these play out, it's going to be fascinating to see how some of these players end up getting pulled back and moved around in some of the minutes. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really, really fun uh, and, and interesting. And one thing that I will say here is. Even if some of these guys fall out of the rotation, talk about a motivator for the guys that will be in the rotation. Like they know they're going to have to play well because they've got people nipping on their heels. JB has people who he can pull in. And like I I was saying, I I think I used the term uh, recently that right now I feel like this Cavs roster has great pumpkin insurance. Like uh, one, one of my favorite things to always say is that in any postseason, if you've got an eight man rotation, at least one or two of those guys is just going to, especially near the end of the rotation, are just going to have a bad matchup or a bad series. And unlike the regular season where you can let them work through it, you can let them figure things out. In the playoffs, sometimes you just have to say, sorry, buddy, it's not your series. And right now, the Cavs have so much optionality with, with their roster where, you know, okay, uh, let's say let's say Merrill's in the rotation and he's and he's struggling, you know, in in a post post uh, season series. Well, you might have to say, hey, Sam, sit down. But Isaac, we're gonna need you to pick up an extra fifteen minutes, or or Karis, we're gonna need you to pick up an extra fifteen minutes. You can just swap so many bodies around if this team can get to the postseason healthy. You know, if Niang is having a bad series and you need to go to Wade for more defense, you have that. If Wade is is that guy and in the jumper is going cold you can say george knock knock we need you buddy like i feel like jb has way more options i mean even heading into the postseason last year before everything went horribly awry i was like how many guys does jb really have that he knows will be able to deliver it was like five and a half and even some of those guys had bad series so like I, I just feel like that number might be eight or nine right now. And when you have eight or nine guys that you're pretty sure you can count on, it gets a lot easier to have one of them, you know, as I mentioned, turn into a pumpkin. 
Yeah. And, you know, that's a great way to put to put it. I love the visualization of it. And, you know, let's be honest. I mean, going into that or looking back at that Knicks series, it really just came down to you didn't have enough levers to pull and you didn't have enough, you know, ways to combat some of those different lineups. And, you know, it, I mean, hell, look at la- with that series. I would have loved to have seen a Sam Merrill be able to come in and shoot and shoot up a few threes. I would have loved to have seen, you know, a George Niang be able to come up and shoot some, shoot some threes in there as well. Max Drews as well. Like having those guys and having those different options. And like we talked about too, with the, with the tank lineup with, you know, Donovan or Darius, and then all of the defense out there as well. You know, there's so many different looks that you now have with this team, especially that it really gives you a chance to be, you know, versatile going up against different types of opponents. Whereas some teams, uh, you know, you might have different struggles based on the personnel that you have, but because of the way that the the Cavs players that they have are are very diverse, I think that that really helps them, especially as we head towards postseason basketball. Yeah, man, it's going to be uh, <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, I'm actually really excited for these two games against Milwaukee because I do think after a relatively easy stretch of schedule, we're back. These are no rest advantage. We'll probably have Giannis back on the floor. Uh, and, you know, we're going to really, if the Cavs can come even split this, you know, the, the these two road games against Milwaukee, then, man, I mean, how could you not be proud of this team? I mean, I already am. Uh, it's been unbelievable. Mac, thank you so much for, for coming on to the chase down uh, and doing your best Justin Rowan impression, if not better, <laughs> one could argue. You got anything to plug for us, buddy? Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at MacRobinson95, as always. And I work behind the scenes on uh, the afternoon drive on 923 The Fan from uh, 2 to 7, Monday through Friday. All right. Thank you so much for coming on, Mac. And listeners, thank you so much for listening. If you like this, go ahead and subscribe to our to our podcast feed on whatever podcast platform you like. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, help cook those books. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to the Cavs YouTube channel. Drop a like on the video while you're at it. It's so easy. It's just a click. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Cavs, they're never going to lose again, and I'm <laughs> here for it. Thank you so much, everybody, and as always, go Cavs. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.